The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max. How are you, Miss Jade? I'm doing wonderful. I'm well rested because you let me sleep in today. So thank you, sir. Hey, no problem. No problem. Glad that it all could work out for the both of us in this regard. So, um, you know, you don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn every week. I'm not that bad of a boss. No, you're not. Not every week. Just like every other week. (laughs) So we are here via the CSPN. You can find us on the web, cspn.us. You can also find the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, all the normal places that you get your podcast from. All you have to do is search the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Click on the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and you'll get SmackDown Matters in your podcast queue each and every week. Miss Jade to the max. It's been quite a two-week three-week journey since uh, Jimmy Uso has officially been back on the roster. Yes, the saga continues. I told you, this is, it's like watching all my children, yeah. or in this case, all my cousins. <laughs> uh, so we open with the recap of the Usos failing to win the tag team titles last week and Roman Reigns destroying the Mysterios to let off some steam. So the show begins and Roman is in the back with Jay Uso saying that the Usos owe him an apology. Roman knows that Jay is with them, but he says he will have to see about Jimmy. Jimmy Uso is in the ring cutting a promo. Jimmy recaps... Hey, man. Yeah. That promo, that got me hyped. <laughs> Jimmy recaps last week. He wants to know why Roman cost them their second title shot. He said maybe Roman is jealous because the Usos could be the champs and have some gold of their own. Jay isn't Reigns' brother, and Jimmy is his brother's keeper. Tonight, he said he may regret it, but he going to do something about it. And okay, then my brother's keeper, that's that's what got me. I was like dozing off, because it was late. It was like midnight, for the record. I wasn't bored. I was just really tired. I just come back from dinner. But when Jimmy came out, and he was like, I am my brother's keeper. I said, oh, this is about to be real good. <laughs> In the back, Roman isn't happy. Roman tells Jay, he's not my brother. He doesn't look just like me. He's not my twin. Ain't no one going to confuse me for him. So Jay gets up to go take care of things. So we go to a commercial Jay, break. Jay ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> After the break. Or is he? <laughs> Jimmy talks to Jay and asks if he thinks they could have won last week. Jay reluctantly says he thinks they could have been the champs. Sending Jimmy into a rant about how this can't keep happening. They're twins, and Roman is the one disgracing the family. Jay says his loyalty is with Roman because Jimmy was out for a whole year. Now Jay mm. says he's stuck in the middle with no way out. 
That's some A1 acting. This was a great use of a 20-minute promo. It really was. You see what happens when you give Paul Heyman the reins? Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they didn't just stand in the ring talking back and forth. You know, there was backstage in the ring, more backstage, more backstage. Yeah, they, like, changed the scenery, changed the back. I mean, it's the story progression is, is – I know – this out as long as they want to yeah it's been a fantastic journey so far um it's been definitely the best storytelling wwe's put together long term Mm -hmm. we're always screaming about oh they can't do anything long term everything is so fast but they definitely have uh taken their time with this and uh the longer that they continue to do that and marinate it, then, you know, the bigger the actual payoff. And that was, yes, but this is, this is great. Yes, it's always going to be good. So good opening to the show, good opening and use of the 20-minute promo. Now we get our first match with Kevin Owens and Big E teaming up to go against Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn. Everything breaks down at the beginning, and the and the Blue Thunder Bomb gets two count on Kevin Owens. Uh, Big E does the Cactus Jack clothesline uh, to Apollo Crews, and they go out to the floor. And uh, Big E landed on Apollo Crews, like he could have hurt him, but I don't think he was hurt. But yeah, it was kind of scary. That allows Kevin Owens to hit the stunner on Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens and Big E are victorious. I like Sami. I mean, uh, Kevin Owens and Big E. As a tag team. After I watched this match, I said, you know what? I could see them as a tag team for a little while. Tag team champs get one little rain out of them and then let them do their solo thing again. This was a good match. But I know KO doesn't doesn't play well with others for a long period of time. Right, right, right. Definitely short stints of uh, cooperation when you're working with Kevin Owens. Yes. He's, yes. He's tried to change the narrative, but yeah, nobody's believing it. No, but we're fine with that because we just accept him for who he is. Exactly, exactly. Uh, after the match, Apollo Crews says, hang on for a second and blame Sami Zayn for the loss. He says, how about we do this again next week with Commander Aziz as his partner instead of Sami Zayn? That sounds cool with Kevin Owens and Big E, but Sami Zayn gets up to complain. He says, the conspiracy is so strong right now to keep him away from that Intercontinental title. And uh, unfortunately for Sami Zayn, he got hit in the throat with the Nigerian nail. Poor Sami. I actually feel bad for him. <laughs> you know what? I'm starting to think maybe there is a conspiracy against Sami. <laughs> coming around to the, the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Gable comes up to the Street Profits in the back and blames himself for Otis taking them out last week. Instead, Chad Gable says he can face one of them at once. With Angelo Dawkins saying, he got this. Actually, hang on. Montez Ford says that he's going to do it instead with Chad Gable being cool with that move. Uh, They said Chad Gable makes another proposal, though, that Otis and Dawkins will both stay uh, in the back and they won't come out to ringside to represent each team. And was it Dawkins or Montez Ford that said that Otis had T-Rex arms? 
Uh, it was one of them because they said it had, I think it was Dawkins because they uh, Montez Ford said they were going to put him back to he started humming the Jurassic Park theme song. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, as soon as they said that, they're like he has T Rex arms. I thought about it and I was like, huh? He's not lying. <laughs> like they point out these things that you never think about until they point them out. Like he really does have little arms. For such a or short short arms for such a hefty man. Right, right. Jay Uso comes in to see Roman Reigns, who isn't happy with Jimmy not being there. Jim- you know what? We're not happy with Roman Reigns. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy said, if Roman wants to see them, come to the Usos locker room. So Roman, I know that's right. <laughs> Roman starts chuckling and asks if he means Roman Reigns' cousin's locker room. He says he'll Ooh. go see Jimmy. And things get a little bit more serious. Roman walks off saying, my locker room, and chuckling some more. Well, Roman, man, listen, all I could think while watching, so I saw that segment, and then right after that, I fell asleep. Um, Carmella and but it's just, Morgan. Oh, no, I saw that, too. I saw that last time. one. No, I saw that one. Because <laughs> at first, I saw Carmella come out. And I said, oh, let me fast forward through this. But then I saw Liv Morgan. I said, okay, let me support my girl because she's by herself now. You know, she needs the support. But no, Roman is really acting like Jimmy and Jay are his kids. <laughs> he just really treat the hell out of them each and every week. They setting us up for something good. I just know it. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. So like Miss Jade to the Max just said, Carmella versus Liv Morgan. A missed shoulder charge in the corner lets Carmella slap Liv in the face a few times. A super kick is blocked, and then Liv uh, hits the oblivion, and Liv Morgan gets a win. Yay. Man, she just, I felt when I, when she came out, I said, I don't like this. She's just out here by herself. She don't have a road buddy anymore. They get ready to go on the road. Who's she going to travel with? Who's she going to do a ride along with now? There's no, um, uh, it was Sarah Logan, right? That was the other girl who was in there, the Riot Squad. I remember it was three. Yeah, Sarah Logan. Yeah. She was the first one to get let go. Yeah, then she's she's the new mom, so. Right, so I she ain't she, coming back no time soon. Yeah, she's not coming back no time soon. Ruby Riot is probably going to hopefully, fingers crossed, end up in AEW mm-hmm. with their women's division. So, yeah, that would I don't be know. good. Maybe. But man, uh, she, she can She can hang out with Bianca Belair or something. I don't know, the Street Profits. Maybe. You know what? She maybe. They bring her to the cookout, see how she acts at the cookout. And then maybe <laughs> she could ride do a ride along with them. Right. Yeah. But I yeah, I just feel bad seeing her come up. I was like, dang, man. All her friends like literally she's watched her two closest friends in the WWE that she came in with get leg up and mm-hmm. she's still there. That's gotta suck. Yeah. Um and then Carmella with this whole the most beautiful woman in WWE. I mean, I don't know about that. Do her? I wonder if her and Dana Brooke go to the same plastic surgeon. <laughs> they have the same nose and the same lips. As uh, a wise person once told me, lies don't care who tell them. This is true. <laughs> as long as they get told, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so before the match, Carmella is announced as the most beautiful woman in WWE. She gets like a funny moment. She got on, you know. She ain't even the most beautiful woman on SmackDown during the seven o'clock hour. <laughs> so she uh, is 
outside with Liv Morgan. She's like just ran her into the barricade or whatever. And so she's taking the time to talk to Michael Cole and say, like, Michael Cole announced me as the most beautiful woman. And there's a wide shot of the desk and all of a sudden cameraman's running over there and trips up and takes a spill. Did you see that? Did you notice that? What? <laughs> no, now I gotta go back and watch. Because that I think right around the time where she told Michael Cole to announce that she was the most beautiful woman, that's when I said, okay. And then next thing you know, I woke up and the TV was still on. It was like three hours later, so must not have been that important, but no, I'm going to have to go back and watch. And then I'm surprised this next segment didn't wake you up. Uh, it's time for... Done. I'm telling you, it was like, I don't know if you saw my tweet. I said, it is 12 whatever Pacific time and I am up prepping for tomorrow's podcast because I am dedicated oh. to the WrestleCast. Well, and as soon as I tweeted that, I fell asleep. <laughs> 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 Jinx. Right. Uh, so it's time for Ding Dong Hello with Bailey. Wilson. Oh, wait. Okay. No, no, no. It's all starting to come back to me now. Okay. I got to that part. To oh, well. Bailey, the opening of her Ding Dong Hello show. Uh, she's welcoming her fellow Grand Slam winner, Seth Rollins. Yes. I got that far. Okay. So after arriving properly like you should at this show he comes through the door he comes through the door yes <laughs> unlike Bianca Binky was like screw you I don't care about your door <laughs> um, uh, okay did you see the suit yes Cotton candy. I think the suits are just a th- the things are the suits are a thing now uh huh they're a thing I don't know if he's drawing his inspiration from like Willy Wonka or the Wizard of Oz or what, but I mean it works for him. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. Definitely get Joker vibes week after week with him. The uh, A lot of people saying he was looking like cotton candy. I can see that cotton candy with hair. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins has a seat and he talks about how much he likes the new set which is the same as the old set. Uh, he is rather proud of how much Bailey has been doing as of late, especially when you have Bianca Belair treating her with such a lack of respect. We see Bailey's face taking over all the screens from last week as she laughed a lot and Seth just finds it great. Bailey has a clip of her own and we see Seth Rollins attacking Cesaro from three weeks ago. And then these two begin to cackle. I love it. And cackle. Like, they both have annoying laughs but I love and it cackle. and cackle it works <laughs> I actually am going to take some inspiration from Bailey and I actually am going to set up my office with all pictures of me you know I have I'm not done decorating the house yet so right. yeah so just like you know. all your accomplishments all your you know yes and my, pictures and my pageant crowns right. you know my mom shipped a bunch of my stuff to me a few weeks ago the pageant crowns came so yeah i'm just it's gonna be the jade a shrine shrine to jade and, yes insist on always do, taking video calls so everybody can see it <laughs> oh listen i never turn my camera on for work calls I will start. And I'm actually <laughs> thinking about how to strategically place my crown so that they're always in the shot of the camera right. during work calls. Like I like if I do turn my camera on, I'll blur my background. But oh no. Right. Once the crowns go up, the, the background's not getting blurred anymore. Right, right. 
I do have my degree within the shot of the camera, but I probably should move it closer so people can actually see. It's my master's. You know. Yeah, you gotta flex. Hashtag Rasslecast Home Improvements. <laughs> yeah, that became a big deal. Um, people found out really quick that they didn't have a lot of cool stuff in their house when they started having to do these uh, video uh, news, like ESPN anchors and stuff, had to do things from home. You know, mm-hmm. and the list and the, you know, contributors or whatever. So, yeah, like Bamani Jones has always had the cool setup where he has like that Jordan. His shoes is Jordans are his background. So that was always cool. But a lot of these people ain't have nothing. Yeah, it's just boring playing backgrounds. Yeah. If you, That's why people started sitting outside. If you got nothing, the best thing you can do is get in one of those corners and just set up right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So after the laughing ensues the doorbell rings uh seth rollins answers the door and it's cesaro (gasps) wait cesaro came through the door (laughs) (laughs) he punched uh seth rollins in the face and then he ripped his pants off him stripped him and uh, yeah stripped him of the suit uh cesaro throws him into the door he knocks it over Seth Rollins is sent scurrying up the aisle. Not the cotton candy. Yeah, so Cesaro chases him up the aisle, and here comes the EST, the champion of of SmackDown Women's Division, Miss Bianca Belair. She's the champion of the WWE. (laughs) To just laugh and laugh and laugh at Bailey and her destroyed set. She's the women's champion, period. We don't need to add SmackDown or Raw. Look, she's just the WWE women's champion, <laughs> period. Just same with Sasha. When Sasha was champion, she's just... The, well, no, because Asuka was champion, too. So no disrespect to Asuka. But yeah, right now, just Binky. But continue. This was good. Nice way to continue two feuds at one time. Yes. So I wonder if we're getting a mixed tag match next week. Could happen. It would be fun. Cesaro it would be on the same team. As the main event, too. It has to be the main event. That could be a lead up into the Hell in the Cell uh pay-per-view. Like the yeah. show is on Friday. So yeah, that could be the main event. Yes. That'd uh, be nice. Yes. Um so we get a flashback to Roman attacking the Mysterios from last week. Rey Mysterio isn't happy with the way Roman Reigns attacked Dominic. He doesn't care how big Roman is because he is coming to fight for the love and the honor of his son. You know what this reminded me of? What's that? Okay, I don't know if you remember. Lucha Underground. Okay. When Ivelisse faced, uh, was it Mil Muerte? Uh-huh. For the Lucha, I think it was one of the championships, but it was like, it just gave me that kind of flashback because Rey Mysterio is so tiny mm-hmm. and Roman's so big. So it's like, it's like Ivelisse and Mil Muerte again. <laughs> <laughs> now we have Chad Gable versus Montez Ford. Oh, got caught in midair. Went for the leapfrog and now Gable looking at the ankle lock. Ford out of midair and out of the ankle lock in the middle of the ring. Gable is so much fun to watch. He's a technician in the ring as he's now punishing Montez Ford. Olympians have been doing this in the WWE for a long time and, and Montez Ford, Ford reverses. 
And Gable's got to kick out and break the hole, but has the damage been done? And Gable now sent through the second rope. Montez Ford, he's got, you know, Gable knows him so well. It looked like Ford was gonna try to build momentum in the ring and go for the big dive he does over the top rope, and Gable tried to thwart it. And now Ford off the apron! Montez Ford and Chad Gable in a battle here on SmackDown. Montez Ford, top rope, looking to put Gable away. Connecting from the heavens. Here's the cover on Gable. Hook of the leg now. The official in the position. And a kick out. A kick out by Ford and Otis now into the ring. Otis, who already destroyed Dawkins, is now attacking Montez Ford. A kick out by Gable, an appearance by Otis. Well, I think Otis thought that uh, Gable was going to get pinned there because of the, the From the Heavens frog splash by Montez Ford. And now Otis setting Montez Ford right in and over our announce table. Okay, all right. Okay, Otis looks pissed. I, I, oh, my oh, goodness, Otis. Geez. A grimace on his face as he drives forward now into the steel steps and the, the attack continuing. Otis with a new face. Same attitude. Alpha Academy Otis is ruthless. And now just slamming forward. Heartless, soulless Otis. A world's strongest slam-like assault from Otis to Montez Ford. And now Otis is going to climb, climb to the second rope. This is 330 pounds, splashing Montez Ford. And look at the smile. We saw the smile and the laugh on the face of Chad Gable. Just flew halfway across the ring, 300 pounds. And another splash. Oh, I mean, not bury the lead here. Otis done cut the beard all the way off. What? Yep, he looks. Yeah, he's definitely T Rex now. He looks like the dude uh, from Pee Wee's Playhouse, um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. His neighbor, the rich neighbor dude with the big cheeks. Do you remember that? Movie? Okay, I remember the movie because it was one of my favorite movies growing up, but I haven't seen it in like twenty years. I know, I know. But if you just but my favorite scene from that movie was when the move the was it the pet store caught on fire, uh-huh. and he went in to rescue all like the snakes and. Right. Yeah, that was my favorite scene. Um. <laughs> he almost passed out with the snakes. With the snakes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so. Uh, Otis is out here looking very untrustworthy. With no yeah. facial hair at all. And short arms. <laughs> I don't trust him. Can't trust a man with short arms. So he jumped. So, oh, yeah. You know how like your parents tell you, well, I don't know, you're a man, so your parents might not have told you this, or your grandparents. Like when you meet a person, like a man, the first thing you look at are, like their shoes and their teeth. Okay. Yeah, but in this case, I feel like now I'm gonna start looking at arm length too. <laughs> like why are your arms so short? Because <laughs> my torso is big. But the torso, I'm sitting here critiquing people's body. They can't help what their body looks like. <laughs> we don't body shame on the WrestleCast. 
but yes it's a thought that they put into your head that now you are yes now it's like i'm always gonna look at otis and think of the jurassic park theme song (laughs) yeah that's yep yep hold up does that does that count as a distraction finish i have a drink can y'all hear me stirring my Uh, can you hear me I I, I didn't want to assume, but Mm -hmm. uh huh. What you got? No, you know, we record later in the day. I can do this. Um, I'm drinking my breakfast. It's a Bloody Mary. Um, Yes. So, you know, I needed to get some vegetables in me. So, (laughs) (laughs) red red sauce as a terror. Yes, but also have, you know, olives in here, pickles. Um, got some garlic powder, so there's a lot of veggie infused things gotta, in here. Gotta got get her uh, sodium t- intake up for all that drinking yes. and the heat at the beach today. Uh-huh. Well, no, remember I told you I don't drink at the beach because oh, then that means you have right. to go to the restroom. Right. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, no. And then being out in that sun like that, that California sun hits different, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know how people get drunk at the beach with the sun the way it is because yeah sun will drain you oh for sure oh for sure and uh they're selling that you know he got damaged ribs um and rib cartilage now from taking the beat down from otis from t-rex man that's how you gonna let a t-rex damage your ribs man he jumped in from behind he didn't see it coming i want the usos and the street profits rivalry. That's what I want. That's what we all want. You want to? You want to go? A go again? I wanted to go. Like, let's get this ball rolling. We need a storyline here. Uh, let the Usos win the championships first. Okay. All right, that's fine. Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin. Did he have his crown on? Of course. Okay, just making sure our king. Can Sasha is counted into the deep six for a two count. Corbin hits some strikes and then pulls Nakamura down by the hair. Then a quick victory roll gives Nakamura the pin. Uh, I swear this match was like a minute and 35 seconds. Um, Disrespecting the king. (laughs) After the match, Rick Boogs runs after the crown, but he gets because like what happens is Baron Corbin is uh, the crown is on the announcer table. So after he gets pinned, he rolls out of the ring and he's like, knocks Rick Boogs down to get the crown. So Boogs is trying to, you know, defend the crown, but he gets knocked out. Nakamura, because, uh, you know, Corbin is like right by the ring and he starts backing up to, you know, because Boogs is like at his feet and Nakamura just plucks the crown right off his head <laughs> and then throws him over the announcer's table. Uh, are they going to, wait, did they, I remember hearing them mention the King of the Rain tournament. Are they doing it again? No, year? they're going to, uh, later in the, this, this recap in a little bit, you'll see, you'll hear what happens in about one more sentence. Um, okay. Thank you. Roman Reigns says that he and Jay can go to their locker room. Uh, this is when I don't ever see Jay's name on said <laughs> locker room. It always says, so is it really theirs? <laughs> Um, King Corbin storms into Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville's office and demands his crown match. Pierce says no, but Sonya says they can have a rubber match next week in a battle for the crown. So, Adam Pierce actually told somebody no. I know, right? What is this a new leaf he's turning over? <laughs> is this new month, new me? Is that what he's doing? 
Interesting. Roman Reigns and Jay Uso come in to see Jimmy Uso with Jay standing in the middle for a perfect visual. Reigns holds up the Universal title and asks, what is Jimmy thinking? Jimmy goes on about how he doesn't care about that title, saying that Reigns has been doing this since they were all kids. Jimmy knows that Reigns is going to go into the Hall of Fame one day, but he's going in as a spoiled bitch. <laughs> what? Yeah. Jimmy said, we ain't backing down over here. I know that's right. Roman starts talking to Jay about what Jimmy is doing, but Jimmy says Reigns is doing the same thing. Jay said he's tired of both of them, and he just walks out. Jay fed up. Jimmy finally stood up for himself. Jimmy's ready to fight. But Roman says they aren't kids anymore. This is their family business, and Jimmy needs to start using his head. Roman should be able to depend on Jimmy because it is on all of them to continue to be the best every single week. This is but all they can't ever depend on him <laughs> except to ruin their matches. <laughs> but go ahead. Roman says this is all he's he has ever known, being the best. And it's time for Jimmy to make this right with him and his family. Jimmy leaves, and Roman is looking really serious. Now, this Roman, is, you know, I, I straddle the fence. I go back and forth. You know, Roman get on my nerves, but this is great storytelling. <laughs> yeah, if you could have seen his facials and the way he was changing the voice and everything, yeah, this was good. You know how they always... I told you, he put on his dad voice. You know how they always talking about how, oh, we trying to get WWE uh, nominated for an Emmy, right? They want, it, they, mm-hmm. they want that type of, like, respect, right? They don't fuck around and Rome, he might, they might not win an Emmy, but he get nominated for one. Oh, he'll get nominated and then that's gonna, he out of there. <laughs> he like, good luck. <laughs> Carry, good luck with the men's division once I leave. Um... And then once Sasha and Bailey go off to do their thing, good luck, Will Binky. Binky will hold it down. But, right. you know. Then by that time, I, Montez Ford will be put on, hopefully, about another like 20 pounds of muscle, and then he could be the singles guy. Yes. But it's, it's interesting because I think we talked about this not too long ago how, you know, these days, oh my gosh, my cat is like banging on the door to get in. Uh, <laughs> I kicked her out. Uh, well trained. But, you know, she probably needs to use a bathroom. I should probably open the door. But anyway, um, how, you know, nowadays, uh, because our wrestlers have become gotten to a point that they're they're pretty they're pretty mainstream or recognized by people mainstream who don't typically watch wrestling, that you know, it's like they can wrestle for five years and be like, all right, I'm out of here. Whereas, you know, back in the day, it was like they would wrestle and then it's like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and yes, yeah, so I feel like Roman's got another couple years in him before he's like off making movies. I feel like the same for Sasha. I mean, Sasha's already making um, uh, Mandalorian because she's on the Mandalorian. She's getting that Disney money. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like at a time when back when we were growing up, wrestling was like the career to aspire to. Now it's become like the springboard. It's a springboard. Yeah. And I don't know if that was on purpose. I mean, because I know they've all, like, the Sashas and the Bianca. Well, Bianca wasn't always wrestling. What was she? I think her brothers watched it. But, like, Bianca, uh, Sasha and Roman and Bailey, they grew up watching wrestling. They always wanted to be wrestlers. But now it's like, okay, they're aspiring to be more. Mm-hmm. Because you've reached this pinnacle, you know, where it's like, I'm at the top. And they can also kind of much, kind of make their own rules. You know, I'm going to go out when I'm ready to. I'm going to go out on top, not because 
I had a career for, you know, an injury that forced me out. So I think it's pretty cool to see them being able to control their careers to a certain extent because um, of events, but being able to control their careers and use this as a springboard to do even more. And it's a way that they can maintain and always assure they have insurance. So after the exactly. injuries start kicking in, they can get whatever they need done and not have to worry about coming out their own money. Cause exactly. You know, Vince ain't provide no insurance. No. So they like, I got to give me a sad card. Exactly. That's why Sasha does. Screen actors benefits. Sasha does. I think one more season of cause like it's different for shows and movies, right? I think you gotta be how many credits. Yeah. yeah you gotta be on there for like three seasons as a, for a show or something like that. Or two and a half seasons, something is something with the number. And then movies, I think you only gotta be like four movies or something like that. Cause that's why mm-hmm. Terry Funk did all those movies back in the day. Roddy Piper did those movies back in the day just so they could get credit and get insurance. Yeah. Smart. Real it is smart. very smart. Smart business move. Um, Ray, he's coming out to the ring now to call out Roman Reigns. So here comes Paul and Roman. <laughs> Paul has the mic like in his waistband like a pistol this week. <laughs> so when Roman asks for the mic, he just like lifts up his coat and pulls it out and gives it to him um ray gets straight to the point by acknowledging roman reigns as the rat bastard that he is for putting his hands Mm. on his son he wants to i mean dominic is not a child well i mean he wanted to be in this business so he made his bed now he has to lay in well to ray mysterio he's always going to be his child no matter if Mm. he's 220 mm. or 24, he's, he's always mm. going to be a child. So, I guess. <laughs> Ray says he wants to fight Roman and he wants to fight inside Hell in a Cell. Lord Jesus, Ray Mysterio is going to end up in the hospital. <laughs> Roman acknowledges him and then somebody slides Ray a kendo stick and Ray starts to whip Roman Reigns down. With oh, no. This could be a good match because Ray Mysterio's, I mean, let's be real. Ray Mysterio's really great in the ring. He's a great performer. And he, he's, we, we've seen him carry his share of matches because the other talent was kind of good. But I think it would be a good match. Uh, Roman does hit Ray with the Superman punch to finally kind of, you know, like get him up off him. Um, then he's getting ready to set up the spear. But that's broken up because here comes Dominic with a kendo stick of his own. Um, But he gets overtaken and Roman Reigns picks him up in one corner, runs to the like entranceway part of the ring and powerbomb Dominic over the top rope. He tossed that man like a salad. (laughs) He launched him. Uh, You didn't see the, you know. I saw the the, the video clip. Look, it was like if get out of my ring was a person. It was uh, it was Jazzy Jeff on Fresh Prince, basically. Right? Uncle yeah, Uncle Phil, used to kick Uncle Phil yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, yeah, so that looked great. He just tossed Dominic out of the ring. So Ray, you know, gets back to his feet, and he uh, so Roman like you know stumbles out of the ring, and he's like looking at what he's done to Dominic. Ray runs over there to check on Dominic, and then Roman just boots Ray in the head, knocked him out, Dang. and that's how SmackDown ended. Yeah. We're one man wrecking crew. Yeah, man. Roman out here whooping Showing up. y'all why he has his own locker room. <laughs> whooping up on Dominic Mysterio. 
that he just called him a child last week. You, you love this kid. You love this. <laughs> you know, it made me think when you said it reminded you of uh, Uncle Phil uh-huh. and Jazz. You ever notice on the Fresh Prince how, well, I'm sure we all noticed. I know I did. Jazz always got kicked out in the exact same shirt. It was always that Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Even though that wasn't the shirt he had on when he was inside the house. But he always got his Cindy Medina's. Not gonna refill this every time he gets kicked out of the house. <laughs> uh, exact same clip. So yeah, so that was this week's SmackDown. Another great episode uh, filled with uh, a lot of character work this week. There really wasn't a lot of uh, matches, and the matches that they did have were kind of short. But uh, yeah, the storyline and the character work amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Sometimes you just need to pump the brakes a little bit, build the storylines, build out the characters. You know, I don't know what's going on on Raw. Um, well, I do, thanks to you and Mo. But you know, they could take a few pointers from, from the from the the A show. Uh, RK Bro, that's the most interesting thing going on on Raw right now. Oh, that's still a thing. Yeah. And I saw that Shayna is in some little storyline with Alexa and, and the doll. Mm-hmm. Anna, I call her Annabella. Yeah, she's... Uh, the, is that her name? Uh, Lily. Yeah, Annabella sounds better. The One of the toughest, most fiercest women to ever compete in NXT and WWE is running away in a horror movie type fashion from this doll. Man, put Shayna on SmackDown, please. It's, Just... Uh, I call it Annabella just because I've been watching, I've been catching up on all the Conjuring, the Conjuring. movies. Are you going to go watch it? So, well, I watched the new one. Okay. And only because someone told me I needed to watch the first two because there's kind of some continuation right. with the couple. So I watched the first one. My friend and I watched the first one last week. She lives in Georgia. So we were like tweeting back and forth. We watched the first two last Saturday and then we watched the third one on Sunday. So. But I didn't realize that there were other movies in that Conjuring universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like the Annabella and Valorna. And so I'm like, oh, wow, there's like 10 movies. So now I need to watch all of them. Yeah. They're, they're trying to get into that. Um, God, what was the paranormal activity type realm? Remember, mm-hmm. there was like six or seven different kind of different paranormal activity movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where they shot it, making it look like it was like home camera uh-huh. capturing all this stuff? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I've been uh yes, yeah, so Annabella. But um yeah, I haven't been keeping up with the raw cast. Um or I've been keeping up with the raw cast, like the podcast, but not watching on Mondays, but you're not missing NXT. anything right now. You're not missing anything right now, so you're fine. Yes, NXT okay. as we record this on the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday of uh, in your house. Uh, we're just a few hours away from the show starting, and uh, it's going to be a jam-packed card. Um, Zaya Lee is going to take on your girl Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes, Mercedes, they better not have her lose or job out to Zia Lee. I like Zia Lee, but I'm just saying my girl Mercedes deserves better. Uh, did you uh, did you see the little brawl they got into? I sure did. And then Mercedes Martinez turned around and beat that girl in like 15 seconds? Sure did. <laughs> the adrenaline was pumping. I said it's over. like the girl that was in the ring. I said dang, it's over for her as soon as they ring that bell. <laughs> uh, and it certainly was. 
million dollar ladder match for the million dollar championship. Cameron Grimes is taking on L.A. Knight. Can L.A. Knight go back to whatever hole he crawled Let me from? talk to you. He's so annoying. Did you see the thing, uh, the the Cameron Grimes video essentially where L.A. Knight, all you're trying to do is a wannabe rock? Yes, he is. See? <laughs> Exactly. Did I not say that a couple I, weeks ago? That's why I said it. Exactly. I said it. I called him like he wants to be the rock so bad. And I like, man, where did he come from? He is annoying. I don't like him. There are too many wrestlers that I just flat out say, like current wrestlers. I'm like, I don't like him. I don't like his persona. I probably wouldn't like him in real life. I just don't like anything about him. He is a wannabe rock, but I digress. In a winner-takes-all match for the NXT Tag Team Championships and the North American Championship, Bronson Reed's going to team and with... And Beth Phoenix's sons. Yeah, MSK to take on Legado Del Fantasma. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a banger. A super banger. Very good. NXT. Bronson Reed. <laughs> NXT Women's Championship match. Raquel Gonzalez is defending against Ember Moon. I don't know. You think Amber's going to go back up to the main roster? Maybe once she gets all the way back healthy, she might. And where's my girl Shotzi been? I don't like hurt. her being at. Oh, like legitimately hurt. Yes. She, uh, See? A fan inquired, where has Shotzi been? Is she injured? And Shotzi answered the tweet, quote tweet, yes. I'm injured. See, it was only a matter of time. Our girl up there jumping off light fixtures and doing suicide dives and you know it was only a matter of time i'm surprised it wasn't sooner you're probably because that girl scares me every week yes i saw the red velvet and yeah same thing i told you man i was like y'all the timing is just a little like off and the red velvet one reminded me of the one lita um it was what match with trish i think it was Mm -hmm. armageddon and she had did a suicide dive, and she had literally just come back a few months earlier from a neck injury. Yeah, and I was like, "She gonna hurt herself." Luckily, again. luckily the bunny was thinking and like kind of body slammed Red Velvet, like like turned it into like a right body slam, so she at least landed on like her back and not like squat on her top of her head and neck, because yeah, it could have been real bad. And that's why I always roll my eyes when people say wrestling. It's so stupid and it's so fake. And I I mean, we all know it's scripted, but so are your favorite reality shows. But y'all tweet about those all day, every day. But anyway, I say, I always say it takes a lot of talent to be um to be a professional wrestler in these promotions because not only do you have to entertain us, you have to sell moves, you also have to keep yourself safe and keep your the person you're working with safe. Right. All at the same time. Right. <laughs> so, and they make some really difficult things look very easy and routine. Like how many times do we take for granted somebody doing a suicide dive and it goes, you know, without a problem for, right. you know, if you see five dives on the show, most of the time people are going to go five for five. But the one right. time where they don't, connect it stands out so big and then you get a glimpse and remembrance of like oh yeah 
you can get like they really do get hurt like how many people have had injuries that have ended their careers or have died Mm -hmm. in the ring right um so that's why i always kind of roll my eyes on people and it's like people say wrestling is so stupid and i'm like okay dude you like what you like we like what we like let us live but it definitely takes talent to do it um and I, you know, as much as I talk smack about these wrestlers, um, a lot of times, like, I commend them for what they're doing. Because I couldn't do it. No. That's why That's why I sit on the podcast and talk about it. Because I can't do it. <laughs> uh, do you think that uh, this will come to an end? Is the championship reign of Karrion Cross as the main I event hope so. of uh, In Your House? Is Karrion Cross defending in a fatal five-way against Adam Cole, Bebe, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly? Yes, because nobody <laughs> is filling this reign of Karrion Cross. And I saw he posted something the other day on Twitter with a picture of him and Shawn Michaels sitting together. And essentially the, the caption was saying, you know, learning from, he's basically, you know, soaking in the knowledge of Shawn Michaels. Right. I'm like, clearly whatever he's telling you isn't resonating because you're boring me to tears <laughs> when you're in the ring. And you're boring everybody else. So the general consensus is that nobody cares for Karrion Cross as a champion. Dope entrance, but that's about it. Yeah. So hopefully we will have a new champion. Did you see the promo? You didn't see the end. So Adam Cole, Karrion uh, Cross. Baby. He's like, he's like uh, Karrion Cross comes out here talking about he's unbeatable. He was like, well, I beat him. I beat him last week verbally. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> he did kill him. Like, not a lie was told in that promo. Last week, was sitting there like, oh, okay. Like, I know Adam Cole's supposed to be a heel, but I do have an affinity for the heels. Uh, but yeah, he did. Gary Crossan had nothing to say because he he's not good on the mic. And he's mediocre in the ring. Like, Finn Balor carried all three of those matches. Or was it two? However many matches. That's they why had. they got. That's why they got four extra people in this match. That's what I said last week. They needed four more people because they were like, "Man, something's got to give." <laughs> and Karrion Cross probably won't even spend much time active in the match. He'll probably come in and like you know be all big and dominant for about three minutes, and then the real the real wrestlers will take over. The real show is going to be Kyle. And uh, Johnny, you know, the other four guys. Anyway, yeah. we're watching for them. We're not watching for Karrion Cross. The hashtag cast takeover is the hashtag to share commentary with color. Uh, this podcast should be out before takeover starts. So you get a chance to listen to it right before it starts. And then you can come yes. share your commentary with color with us. Uh, we'll probably have a Twitter space up as well. So that's been fun. Uh, me and Miss Simi, we did an experiment on the NXT cast this week where we uh, broadcast the show through Twitter spaces as we recorded it. So without all the oh, that was that was really that was really cool too. And then um, we took some feedback from whoever was in the Twitter spaces. So Mo to the underscore Reese and Miss Six Foot Apple. They shared their thoughts on uh, the takeover. So yeah, that's a little extra nugget podcast. So y'all did like a beta test on a yes. live podcast recording. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, we're going to try it again uh, this Tuesday with Mo uh, for the Hell in a Cell Go Home show. Okay. So same okay. same thing. We're going to record the show, and then while we're recording, you can just listen. And then we're going to open it up to uh, feedback and whatever people want to talk about as far as Hell in a Cell card. 
I would say we should do that on Friday for SmackDown, but we're in different time zones, and SmackDown doesn't actually come on until 11 o'clock your time out here. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could like do it on a Saturday. See, we're not doing it like as it's live, live. We're doing it for the podcast part. So we could do like a, a one for this on like a Saturday. That could work. I'd be down. Yes. And have all the WrestleBays tune mm-hmm. Y'all can go fashion cast and, and all that. Fashion cast for the whole dark match is going to be the fashion cast. <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that's not... Who did her makeup? And why her hair look like that? Ooh, her tracks wasn't blended. Like, yeah. Yeah, now see, they, now see, the, the dark match does not go out on Twitter spaces. We ain't giving that for free. No, we can't give away the premium stuff for free. No. Uh-uh. But the, the feedback... That's why you have free. to subscribe and become a patron on our Patreon channel. See, look at Shameless Plug. You see how I fit that in there? <laughs> I, I did. Just go to the CSPN and become a patron. All right, Ms. Jason Max, at this point in time, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. I would like to shout out my cat Lexus being so well behaved for the most part while I was recording today. She only banged on the door once. And also to my two cousins who are visiting me um, for being gracious enough to uh, delay our beach trip for a little, for an hour so that I could record today. Um, yeah. And Don. And the whole WrestleCast crew is too many of y'all to name, but the whole crew, Dawn, Dee Dee, Sam, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mo, no, not Mo, because he was trying to talk crazy to me on Twitter this week. Simi, yeah. Everybody except Mo. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be thrilled to hear that shout out. Oh, I'm looking forward to his to his to the tweet that he's going to hit me with after he hears this. <laughs> Looking for I already have the gift ready to respond. <laughs> As always, thank you to Miss Jade Max for making the necessary sacrifices to help me record this podcast each and every week. Thank you to the landlord, Miss Didi Jonet, who came in and peeped in the windows uh, of the uh, the live tweet um, this week. So always good to see her interacting in the uh, live tweet thank you to mo to the underscore reese and six foot apple for joining us on the live feedback along with miss simmy on the nxt cast mr anwar starwin helped me on the latest edition of cast a strong style new japan they uh crowned a new heavyweight champion in dominion uh, this past week so check that podcast out between me and anwar get caught up on what's going on in new japan shout out to uh Jupiter Julep and Madame Lizette and Miss V for coming through the broadcast Twitter spaces. Miss V uh, holding court uh, in the Twitter space. Uh, lots of fun <laughs> comments and laughs uh, provided by her. Uh, all the Russell Bays, Miss Laura Singh, uh, Cami D, uh, and Nisi, uh, all of the ladies of the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast, we appreciate y'all so much. Continue to use the hashtag SmackDown Matters each and every Friday to share your commentary with color with us on the A Show SmackDown. Yes. Uh, the Patreon page is patreon.com. The, the A Plus Show. <laughs> patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. And you can become a patron, get the dark match where we review AEW Dynamite, and you also get extra content each and every week provided by the WrestleCast and CSPN. So for my co-host, Miss JT to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. 
Bye, y'all. take your place. One day, Oos, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, future Hall of Fame. But you ain't going to be inducted as Roman Reigns, Oos. You're going to be inducted as a spoiled I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. What I tell you? What I tell you? I see how he's putting him out there in the middle. Ain't nobody doing that, Oos. He's, he's doing what I'm he's doing what he always doing. He's doing what he always doing, Oos. Listen to me. Yo, 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 chill out. Enough. But I'm tired of this. I'm tired of you. And I'm tired of you. And I'm out. Oos. Oos. Man, you see what you did, Oos? You see? Now what? Now what, Oos? That's what I mean. You wanna throw it out? Let's go. I'm tired of this, Oos. I don't care no more. I don't care no more. You wanna box? Let's go. You wanna throw? Let's throw. Let's do it. You wanna fight me? For what? What, what? what have I done? We ain't little kids anymore. This ain't about being proud. This ain't about thinking what you want to do up here. This is a family business. This is a livelihood. This is plan. You up when you should be here. This is how we make our decisions. This is how we represent our family. Why would you do this to your brother? You twins, yeah. Well, who came out first? Who came out first? So you're the older brother, right? Yeah. You're the older one, so you should be looking out for him. I shouldn't have to depend on him to reel you in. I shouldn't have to depend on him to teach you how to do that. You should just know I should be able to depend on you because it's not about you, it's not about me, it's not about, it's us. It's all of us. And the only way that we can get it done is continue to be us and to be the best every single week. That's our ticket. That's all I know. That's all I've ever known is to be the best. Do that to him. You're the older one. Why would you treat your brother like that? How could you treat your brother like that? Since day one, right? And you just let him go. Bust his ass for a full year now. Completely elevates himself and you just let him go. For what? That's your brother. 